What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Social City Podcast, Episode 3, Season 1. I'm your host, Omar Foster, at Old School Omar. This is my beautiful wife, Aubriana Sharif Foster. Damn, at full Aubrey. name now. I love the full name. People got to know your full name, you know? Aubriana, it's a beautiful thing. <laughs> On today's episode, we're going to be chatting about the most rewarding part about being a coach. We've got four coaches joining us on today's special guests. Of course, we got our obsession of the week, and then we'll finish off with some gratitude. But first, first, our sponsor of the week. This week, we've got Pillar Kinetic Physical Therapy, y'all. Formerly known as White Wong PT, Erica and Joe have been incredible supporters of the Social City and Las Vegas CrossFit community as a whole. You may have seen them at local events, hosting free seminars around the Valley to support and educate members, and they're just downright good people, you know? These guys walk the walk, they train the way we train, so they speak our language. If you've ever been injured, you know what it's like to work with someone around recovery who doesn't understand your training or your goals. And Abby and I both work with them personally around our injuries, right? I've had mm-hmm. knee issues, um, double knee surgery, chronic arthritis, inflammation and swelling. And those guys are always willing to uh, give me some tips and tricks to help activate my glutes, uh, strengthen the muscles around my knees that are weak. And you've done some work with them recently with your hip and stuff. Yeah. So I had a hip injury about six months ago and worked with Erica around some PT. She did some dry needling and just was so attentive to kind of the root cause of the issue. So there was the injury, right, that happens with training. It's just the nature of the beast. Mm -hmm. But she was so attentive of taking care of me and giving me different tips and tricks. But you know what really, really was so special to me? I'm home with the kids Mm. all the time. And when I have these appointments, it's during the day. And so if you're a mom, it's super stressful to like take your kids to a doctor (laughs) appointment. If you've been there, if you know, you know. And I got to tell you, watching them with our kids, like for me, that's like how you treat my children, like that sets the bar for like your character. And Joe and Erica are just amazing. Joe would help kind of take care of the kids when I was getting some dry needling done and they were just so attentive all around not just to the treatment but just the entire experience I can't recommend those guys enough yeah they're just get down to earth people they drop into the gym you know once or twice a week yeah uh, they've been around for what five six years yeah they're just good people we love you guys Pillar Kinetic check them out PillarKinetic.com is the website that's right and at Pillar Kinetic on Instagram so if you have any injuries chronic or acute or otherwise definitely go and check them out yeah so here we go after 14 years of being in the health and fitness space we have heard hundreds of collective stories conversations and perspectives that have created so much inspiration in our own lives that we want to bring them beyond the four walls of the gym and share them on a greater platform our goal is to share some of our favorite personalities stories and perspectives that continue to inspire us Episode three. Woo. Yippee. <laughs> We're rolling, guys. Episode two, or we episode two, we had some of our legacy members. We got to induct them into social into the Social City Hall of Fame. That was super cool. And yeah. then uh, for those who weren't at that episode, we gave those awards out to them at the gym this week. So I gave an award to John Forsythe. Mm. He got a little shy in front of class, <laughs> you know, called him out. He doesn't like attention doesn't. at all, but no. it felt good to give him that award. Mm. And then we had Cat Ninja as well, Katy yeah. Gonzalez. She's been with us since 2012, yep. and it just feels good to like recognize that duration of time being mm-hmm. at our gym, you know? It's worth the recognition. Totally. So are are we technically in the Hall of Fame? Like, can you be in the Hall of Fame if you made the Hall of Fame? I don't think it works that way. I think you have to be, like, inducted into the Hall of Fame, right? Yeah. But, I mean, technically, you've been a coach. And if we're being really technical, I think I'm a day one day one member. Oh, you would be the first <laughs> member. <laughs> I always started coaching Chew a couple that. months ago. I'm just, I mean, oh, you're right. I mean, I guess, I guess I owe you a, a big award. Oh, oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh my God. I'm so excited to have 
The coach is on today because when people think about Social City, they see just you and I as a face, but the success of Social City runs deeper than that. If it wasn't for our coaches, we wouldn't be where we are today. Mm -hmm. We've got some longtime coaches who have been super loyal to us as a business. They're through thick and thin mm -hmm. and just overall care about the people in our community, in our gym. So without further ado, let's welcome our ladies coach, Jody and coach Vanessa to the Woo! show. Welcome. Hi. Thank you. Say what's up to the people. Hello, hello. What's up? How are you guys feeling? You want let's take a second to like brag about about these ladies. Do you want to go first or do I go? Like Jody, Coach Jody is just an amazing coach. She's an endurance athlete. She loves the cardio. She loves the running. She hates the bike. No bike, no rowing. She would rather run all day long. Yep. she's a loving wife, loving wife and they have hosted our annual Ugly Sweater Party for the past three years now. Thank you guys for that. We're so grateful to keep that uh, tradition rolling mm -hmm. year after year. Host us with the most. Host us with the most. And so then we got fun. Vanessa Bates at No IGV. <laughs> Thanks to you. Yes, we bullied Vanessa we into getting an Instagram. We did. We're and known her, for that. And her name is No IGV. I just find that so funny. I know. Like, we were laughing last night talking about, <laughs> just talking about you guys coming on the show last night. We were talking about that story. But remember how Vanessa didn't have an IG forever? We'd be like, Vanessa, we're, we're trying to tag you. Yeah. And then you came up with the name. Yeah. Nope. Hilarious. Still not my thing. <laughs> but it's all good. And Vanessa is one of the strongest women I know. 100%. 300 pound back squat club. I gotta get I've back seen there. it. That's the goal. I witnessed it. Don't Blew diminish it. It happened. It happened. It that's did. all that yes. matters. Listen, does it, that's all it takes. Exactly. That's all it takes. So you guys have been around for a while. You guys are new to the podcast. So we got to hit you guys with the icebreaker. So give everyone your name. Give us something cool in the bucket list. And then give us the favorite Disney classic movie. Three, two, one, go. All right. So I'm Vanessa. Hi, Vanessa. Uh, hi, Vanessa. My bucket list. My husband's not listening, so I can say this. <laughs> I want to get to Alaska to see the Northern Lights. Aww. It was That's on good. the plan for this year. We had to change it, but we're going to get there. Yes. Um, and my favorite classic Disney movie is The Lion King. Has it always been The Lion it's King? It's always been The okay, Lion King. So the kids didn't influence it one way or another. No, that's just, not that's classic. It. Okay. They, right. they like the new they stuff. They like the new yeah. stuff. Yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. I'll take it. Three, two, one, go. I'm Jody. Hi, Hi Jody. Hey. On my bucket list is to travel to all of the continents. Ooh. Yeah. So that's a big one. That's yeah. awesome. How many um, have you hit so far? I don't know how many, but a bunch. Yeah. I mean, you do a lot of traveling. <laughs> yeah. If you guys need There's any travel tips, the yeah. travel radish. Yeah. Right travel here. radish right there. That's right. Ask me about travel. Um, yeah. And then classic Disney movie. I'll say Little Mermaid. Little Mermaid. Ooh. Yeah, that's my favorite one. Yeah. I love Little Mermaid. It's just it's full of culture, the music, you know, Sebastian, Flounder, all those characters. <laughs> little Mermaid is my jam. Before we get into our topics with you guys, we're going to play a little game called This or That. Are you guys ready? So, Vanessa, you're going to go first. Yours okay. is based off of a movement. Now, okay. if you had to do a one rep max right now today, would you be doing a back squat or a deadlift? No, oh, deadlift. Deadlift. There it is. That's deadlift, my girl. That That's easy. my girl. What's, what's your all-time deadlift PR? Ooh, not as much as you would think. Maybe 345? 345? Oh, oh, not as heavy. Oh, oh not as heavy as you think. <laughs> okay, just, <laughs> just lifting well, a house. Just, just lifting fine. a house. No big deal. Jody, yours is movement as well. A little bit different, but same, same. Okay. On a mile run Monday, would you rather do two 800-meter runs or four 400-meter runs? Two 800-meter runs. Two, yeah, no so she likes that she distance. Likes the distance. She's just now warming up after the 800. That's right. Yeah, no like, what, what's your distance where you think you're finally warming up at if you're doing a run? Three miles. Three miles is when, <laughs> that's when Jody's warming that's up. That's a real endurance athlete right <laughs> yeah, there. They're totally. like, oh, at three miles when most of us are like, oh, I was 
done after mile one. That was like, that was my run. Yeah, totally. You know? All right, here we go. Vanessa, we're going to hit you with some clothing. <laughs> this is going to be a hard one. Here we go. I know we were debating on what you would pick last night. Is it Lululemon or is it Fleo? Which one oh, you picking? We know you like them Fleo shorts, girl. Yes, Fleo for the shorts, but it's Lululemon in general because okay. I can wear them head all to day. toe. Yep. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Because the Fleo, all you have really is the Fleo shorts. I do have a lot of their leggings, but they don't have a lot of other stuff mm. lulu you've got your jackets okay, okay. Your tank tops all there the things go. yeah that's awesome did you say lulu i did okay i think yeah. when we ended i was like oh just because of the versatility yeah you that you got you... that comfy mom athleisure yeah straight from the gym called? to the grocery store to whatever else needs to, to be handled pick up yeah everything dance lessons and gymnastics all and the all, things all the athleisure things. jody clothing for you is it noble or lululemon Oh, it's Lulu for sure. Lulu for sure. Yeah. Okay. Hear that, Lulu? Yeah. Lulu we got some coaches wins. over uh, at Social City. Yeah, you know, next four. episode. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then we're going to switch gears over into food. Vanessa, if you had to choose between a pancake or a waffle, which one are you? Oh, that's tough, right? Probably the pancake. Ooh, why? Why the pancake over the waffle? Because it's easier to cut. Mm, spoken like a true mom again. I guess, you gotta man. you gotta cut it up and eat it fast because the waffles you gotta cut you know right on the lines. It's it, no the pancakes. I guess, yeah, sometimes I just eat it by hand. You Omar, know, you, like, Omar you break really it in likes four. a waffle because he takes the butter and he likes to put it in like every little square. He'll put like his honey. Yeah, in you there. put yeah. the honey in or yeah. the syrup and yeah, yeah cover every See, little square. Kids ain't done. got time for that. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah. eat spoken like a mom. I guess you're right. I guess you're right. All right, Jody, food is it Mexican or sushi? Mexican. Mexican. I guess that too. Yeah, yeah that definitely. Sure. Man, I feel like I what's, like What's the coaches. spot? What's the Mexican spot in Vegas? Anything that's got cheese, salsa, guac. <laughs> but like what, rest, what restaurant? Do you guys have a restaurant that you guys frequent for Mexican? No. No. Like, <laughs> have you been to Flaming Wands? Yes. Not for a long time. Oh, I love Flaming that place. Is, yeah. We just went there a few weeks ago. We hadn't been in so long because the way we, you know. There's always Again, long kids, like we don't wait, like if we're going to sit and eat. And then if we do a date night, we're definitely not waiting because it's like, yo, we're paying for this time. I don't know if I want to pay my sitter to wait to eat. Yeah. But we went recently and, and the time is apparently at like two o'clock. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Ain't nobody there. So you got the old folks dinner. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, listen, I'm not ashamed. Do what you got to do to get it. In, so <laughs> right before they switch the lunch menu over to dinner and it goes $12 more. <laughs> That's the other hack. Too, <laughs> yeah, you know? Exactly. <laughs> Hashtag budget. Life. All right, so that was some good insight on this or that. Now we'll jump into some of our questions. So. Tell the people a little bit about your background and how you got into coaching and this style of training, Vanessa. So I started with CrossFit. My husband was deployed and he found CrossFit on deployment and I was bored sitting at home and he said, you should try it out. So at this point, there was maybe two or three gyms in Las Vegas. So I found one, started training, of course, fell in love. Um, what year was that? 2010. Yeah. Oh, gee. That's right. Doing this a long time. Yeah. <laughs> took my L1 right away. I was one of those crazy people just got Oh, drank the Kool-Aid. Obsession of the week. That was my obsession. Mm. I got crazy about it. Um and I just stuck with it. It's we talked about Cat Ninja. She's been through all the seasons. Mm -hmm. So have I. It's mm -hmm. it, I'm jumping ahead here. It's no, something I could always come back to. Yeah. It's it's always there. So it's worked. It's worked well for me for would that be 14 years yeah. coming up? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I love to hear that. Jody, what about you? Yeah, probably somewhere around 2007, I started CrossFit. Ooh, so it's been a while. Oh, gee. Oh, gee. Yeah, the real OG. Yeah. That's like learning CrossFit on YouTube years. Yeah. 
So I started out as personal trainer and coaching boot camp and then found CrossFit and was given the opportunity to get my level one and level two and was coaching at a couple of gyms here in town and then had the opportunity with Omar and Abby, yeah. which has been the best. So yeah, so it's been great. That's cool because Jody and I worked out at CrossFit Las Vegas yes. together back, back, in, the back in the day. That <laughs> was like, I jo- I got there like 2011, I think it was. It's like 13 years. Yeah, man. Wow, that Time goes so flies. fast. What Holy a cool God. thing, man. It's such a cool thing to have so many people in our circle for such an extended period of time because I have so many friends at this phase of life where it's like you rarely have touch points with people that you care about that much. And I know we talked about it on the last episode, but like what a true blessing to have you guys around so long. I mean, you guys have been in our tribe for a long time yeah. and through all the seasons. It's such a, such a special thing. Yeah. So tell us, we know that you guys coach for us part-time, but what's the full-time gig? So I work for the power company, NV Energy. Power. Yeah. Gotta have power. You Gotta do have, have to have power. Um, I'm a manager over there. I've actually been there 15 years. So wow. just slightly See, longer. she's loyal. Congrats, yeah. All she around. Super loyal. All around. Maybe I don't like change. Yeah. Oh, I mean, same. Girl, same. <laughs> Not mad at that. And then Jody, what's the, what's the full-time gig? Yeah, my day job, I'm a speech pathologist. I work at mm. a large hospital here in town. I've also been there forever. So I see a theme here. <laughs> I see very dedicated people, right? Dedicated, dedicated people, people to their people, yeah. to their places. Yeah. Awesome. And then go ahead and tell us uh, what's the most rewarding part about being a coach, would you say? Ooh, um, for me, it's when I see somebody accomplish something that I knew they could do already. Mm-hmm. We see people struggle and sell themselves short. I can't do that. That's too heavy. I'm not strong enough, mm-hmm. but you're watching the way they're moving and you know they can do it. And and you're telling them, I know you can do this and you're getting a lot of pushback. And then when it finally happens, it's more than just seeing them do it. It's the look on their face yes. when they've realized they accomplished something. Yeah. That's super cool. Yeah. Absolutely. It's deeper than just the physical aspect of it because you get to see the shift in yeah. their mindset and they start to grow confidence. And I'm always joking with my people, my classes, because I'm always telling them, come on, guys, we can do hard things. You know, I'm, I'm trying to keep it light, but it's so true. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, when they hit that point, it's like, see, you did something hard. Yeah, but you got it. Yeah, so it was like the one thing stopping them from getting there was just believing in themselves. Isn't so that to always be able, the way? We're yeah. always, always in our own way, right? But, but I, to think, be able to... I think it's like the physical, though, is so measurable, right? Like it's such an outwardly measurable thing. Where it's like there might be hurdles that we have mentally or emotionally that are super hard to tackle, but that's something that's kind of an internal struggle sometimes. But there's something about physically doing something hard that you didn't think that you could, especially when there are people around you that were speaking life into you about it before, that just, it just changes things. It changes the way that you might view yourself or what you're capable of. And you can kind of tap into that when you're facing other stuff, right? So cool. Very cool. Yeah, Jody, you've been running boot camps for a long time now. Tell us a little bit about yeah. the boot camp. Like, what time you get up? How? What time the <laughs> class starts? How long it runs? Yeah, Give us a little so spiel on it. Boot camp is early. We start at four forty-five. Y'all think five a.m. is early? That yeah. extra fifteen minutes makes a difference when we're getting up at that hour. What's your wake-up time? What's your set your alarm set for? Oh, I set my alarm for three. <sighs> gangster. <laughs> That's I, gangster. Yeah, I go to my day job like right after boot camp, Got so it. you know, I'm running. But um, yeah, boot camp's been great. I have a lot of loyal, long-term people who I've been coaching, mm. and um, it's a lot of fun. It's out in the park. It's outside. It's rain or shine. Yeah, yeah when it's been freezing, snow. she'll come to six thirty, and I'm like, "Did you just co- like coach yeah. boot camp?" Because 
I mean, it's cold outside. Yeah, She's like, sure. oh, yeah. And people show up. I was yeah. like, well, they show up for you, girl. That says a lot. That yeah. says a lot. It's like the same when people ask, like, you cold plunge this morning? It's, it's 30 degrees outside. It was snowing in certain areas of town. You're like, yeah, stay hard. Yeah, do stay hard. <laughs> <laughs> so give us the most rewarding part about coaching for you. Yeah, similarly to um, what V said, um, you know, when someone, when something clicks, when someone finally gets something, you know, they're coming, they're working on something, you know, giving them cues, mm -hmm. you're giving them corrections, and finally they're like, oh, yeah, I get what you were saying. And they're able to do whatever it is, maybe that first push up, maybe yeah. the first pull up, first squat, getting, you know, their hips below their knees, <laughs> you know, just anything. It's just great when it clicks because then they can build on that. So to see that and be part of that journey for them is amazing. Yeah, that's awesome. I love to hear it. Yeah. Thank you, ladies, so much for coming on today's episode. We're so lucky to have you guys with us and a part of our gym for as long as you guys have been there for. We love you. But before we let you guys go, we're going to get into this obsession of the week. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So you guys know we're always on our little kicks. Now that we have our coaches on, we're going to let them share what their obsession of the week is. Who wants to go first? Jody. Jody, <laughs> give it to us. What do you got for obsession of the week? All right. Well, you know, we're always trying to get that little bit extra protein in mm -hmm. during the day. So my current obsession um, is chomp sticks. Yes. Ooh, they're so, so good. They're good. Yeah. Tell me about chomp sticks. <laughs> they're they're good. So good. I think they sell them at Costco. I feel like a pretty clean version they're of a, a beef, beef stick. Basically. Yeah, yeah. It's very clean. Um, I think it's like 10 or 12 grams of protein. So like pair Tasty. that with something else for a little snack. And yeah. Yeah, you guys, Jody is a nutrition guru too, by the way. Like if you want to see someone with discipline around their nutrition, Jody is a good accountability partner, man. Like she is so on point with that stuff. And I'm always like, oh, she, I, try, I try. No, you do. There's no trying. You I'm sure, do. I'm sure Pete has a different opinion on how strict Jody is with nutrition. <laughs> That's why he looks so great. You know, sometimes us ladies need to whip you guys into shape. Oh, man, you're right. You're not wrong about that. You ain't wrong. It's true. <laughs> what do you got, Vanessa? Okay. So this is my total lame answer meal prepping my breakfast no that's that is <laughs> because a hack a life hack right there i get up not as early as jody but i'm in the office between 6 and 6 30 and i don't make time in the morning so i get up i get dressed i'm in the office and then it might be two or three hours before i can eat mm -hmm. and if i don't have food with me then it's like well i guess at that point i'll just wait till lunch and now it's you know six hours after i woke up i still haven't eaten so yep. i'm really trying to meal prep for the whole week did it this morning look at you go nice. girl i know right daily week, wins week two daily of this wins. so we'll see how long it lasts but that's my that's my obsession what right do they now. say like 21 days to form a habit yeah something uh, like that something so you like almost that. there you almost there one more week we'll get there it'll be set awesome thank you again ladies abby what do you got session of the week Ooh, you know i had a plan earlier but then omar messed up my obsession of the week what? so i am obsessed this week with omar's ribs oh yeah yo <laughs> i mean i know we talked about home-cooked meals like last week and thank you for always like plugging me on how great of a chef i am which you know i don't know if that's really true but thank you but oh made ribs on thursday and they were so lip smacking good that we literally made them again on friday like we did like we not did. even twice in the week it was like twice in 24 hours 100 <laughs> like 12 and hours if you guys, I was a vegetarian for like seven years, like a hundred years ago, right? It was a long time ago, but like ribs and like meat on bone has never necessarily been like my True, you never thing, been like a right? rib person. But I love steak or whatever. These ribs, 
I mean, Tia Yem, Omar's mom, knows how to clean <laughs> a bone. If you like, if you ever go out to eat with her, you better not leave a little scrap of meat on there, or she will call you out. Yeah, she will. She would have been really proud of me. I was like, that thing was clean, dangerously they were good, so good. Yeah, if you guys so are looking like, for a bomb rib recipe, yep. Instapot ribs takes about 23 minutes to cook with a five minute vent, and then you throw them in the broiler for like two minutes, slap some barbecue sauce on them. They so it. good, make you want to slap your mama. I mean, for <laughs> they were looking good. <laughs> I mean, legit, they were that good. I'm like still thinking about it. I'm like, I'm definitely putting more ribs in the butcher box next time for yeah, sure. For so sure. that's like my obsession. That. Mm, hey, I mean, hats off to Omar for real. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, you're welcome. I have to make a make a rib truck. <laughs> Instapot the ribs. Gonna need a bigger Instapot for sure. Yeah, so I guess. Uh, what about you? My obsession of the week, last episode and this episode, I've been rocking these little polo collared shirts from uh, Buffalo Exchange. Mm. It's gonna be my obsession of the week. We've I like been that. there twice and it's been really fun. Yeah, we made a date out of it too. Yeah, because we don't really shop very much and I no. feel like it's different looking online. It's just not the same as being like in a store and touching and feeling and going through the racks. And then what I realized this last time is like, there are people out there with similar fashion to me. Like, why mm -hmm. do I not come to the store more often? So I was able to pick up like last week's shirt, this week's shirt, this little duck. Can you guys see that? We should little, name him. Yeah, that little that duck guy uh, detail on there. That's, That's super dope. cool. I love that guy. Um, so I think I figured out the trick is I need to take old clothes that I have because I got mad 5'11", skinny Levi jeans. I got some good polo, uh, like pearl snap button mm -hmm. shirts. So I think the key is when you buy stuff, you wear them two or three times, and then you go back and you take them to exchange it's for something else. It's the recycle part. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, the first time I went, I think I was just looking for money. So no. they, they, they took like Omar? they took like thirteen the of my items, and they were like, "We can either give you two hundred and eighty dollars in store credit, you can go shopping, or we'll give you one hundred and ten dollars in cash." And I you was took, like, "You took the cash. That's not you? a fair exchange." But I'm just looking for the cash. So anyway, shout out to Buffalo Exchange. We'll be back there to uh, to get some more outfits for the next episode. That's right. Now we're going to welcome the fellas hey, to the show. We got Coach club, Tim and Coach Jay. Welcome to the stage, boys. Ooh, ooh. Make some noise. Make some noise. Get the boys on the stage. Hella blessed. Hella. Stay hella blessed. So uh, before we get into some questions, we got to hit you guys with three things. That's right. You guys are new to the podcast, but not new to Social City. That's right. So we need to get your guys' name, something cool in the bucket list, and your favorite Disney classic movie. Three, two, one, hit him with it, Tim. All right, my name's Tim. Hi, hey, Tim. Tim. <laughs> uh, something cool in the bucket list. I would love to backpack Italy. Ooh, so, like, take, take me with you. Put me in the backpack. Like, yeah, take a month and just hike through Italy. Oh, yeah. North to south. Dope, I love that. All that good stuff. Yeah. Uh, favorite Disney classic? Grew up watching Sleeping Beauty. Mm. Oh, I'm obsessed with it. Princess really into Sleeping Beauty right now. <laughs> How so. many hours did Sleeping Beauty sleep for? Trivia. Yeah. I think yeah. it was like 100 hours. It was, 100, <laughs> it was years. It was how many years? years. Yeah, right. I was like, I missed that part of the movie. I was like, they all look good after 100 years. <laughs> look like kind of Botox years, they got. Man. Jay, what you got, man? Um, Jay. Hey, hey Jay. 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 What's up, y'all? Uh, bucket list is to go to outer space. Hey. Oh, yeah. Elon. Elon. Let's see what's up there. <laughs> um, I don't know if I'll ever make it, but yeah. Yeah, we'll try. Yeah. That's what bucket lists are for, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, Classic Disney movie would be Lion King. 
Akuna Matata. Akuna Matata. There's a whole generation of us. Let's brag about the boys real quick. <laughs> That's right. Tim at CrossFit, CrossFit Daddy. Daddy. Hey. Hey. Can we tell so, that story, so, Someone please? else who got bullied by, by Instagram name? <laughs> uh, the Foster's two for two on right. for the two. Instagram bullying. Yeah. Um, so who gave you the CrossFit Daddy handle, uh, Tim? I have to thank Abby for that one. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> Our marketing genius over here. Yes, Branding is. Maven. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> what was it originally? It was just Tim Backer. It was just right? like, yeah, something like that. Yeah, it was just, oh, it's just we were trying name. to figure that out last yeah. night. I was, I was like, like was see, it wasn't as Daddy. memorable as CrossFit Daddy. Yeah. That is a proper branding for Tim. It, it was really it is. was my Instagram, and I don't even remember what it was called. <laughs> <laughs> because it didn't matter before it, the CrossFit no, Daddy. No. He uh, he came out like a phoenix. This Wait, because, guy, because you you would hashtag CrossFit Daddy, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Well, it was and, a bunch of hashtags, and I was like, "That's a bomb hashtag." Yeah, yeah, and I, so then when I came in after I saw that, it was like a five a.m. So before I was coaching at the five a.m., I was training at the five a.m., and Tim was like my road dog. We were just always unintentionally competing. And I was, I'd just be like, CrossFit Daddy. I was like, that's got to be an Instagram name. That's your For handle, sure. bro. And when he changed it, I was like, I couldn't be more proud. It I was like, stuck. when he shed a tear. Remember when we were curious to know, like, is that how like men look for other Ooh, CrossFit? Yes. Yeah, like the hashtag right. CrossFit like, Daddy. I this hashtag, Timmy. <laughs> but now there's Clifton, so we don't have to we search the hashtag. That. Clifton, yeah. Clifton yeah. got him, but I'm just saying. Clifton locked him mm-hmm. up. Tim is a beast, man. You guys know anything about him. He's had a couple surgeries that come he's back bounced kid back right from. Here. He is the double comeback kid. <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah, he's an L2, getting mm-hmm. ready to uh, try to get his L3 this year. That's right. We're speaking it. Mm-hmm. We're speaking it's it happening. to exit. We're claiming it. Yeah. That's right. And then we got our, we got our, we got our guy, Jay. Hello, Hello bless. bless. Good morning, my folks. Happy Saturday. Hope you're having a good day. <laughs> hope, you're having, hope you're having a good morning, even better rest of your day. As, As always, always keep, it, keep peace in your mind today and every <laughs> day moving forward. forward. And then I you got to hit him with some wisdom <laughs> or something funny. Like, I live for that moment. I was trying to practice it last night and I, I was, was just rolling off the tongue. He's like, I hate you. I was like, She memorizes it so well. I love it though. I love it. Like, Again, good branding. Good branding. Thank you. Bomb branding on the clothing company. Not mm-hmm. mad at that. Yeah, man. Jay so, loves uh, Olympic weightlifting. National champion. Getting there. Uh, no, no, chasing not it. Yet. Chasing it. All right, he's Hopefully. chasing claiming it. Yeah, it's happening. Yeah, he's this got a, he's got a dope clothing brand. Hella blessed. Tell us about it. how long you've been running uh, Hella blessed for, uh, and uh, what's what's the goal with it? What's the direction you're trying to go? The brand Hella blessed has been around uh, maybe three or four years. Um, clothing been doing about two and a half. Uh, the direction I'd like to go is to help the underserved community, especially the youth with fitness. Yeah, that's what's up, man. Yeah. I love it. Love it, Jay. Uh, So before we get into our topics and discussion with our fellas, now we got trivia for you guys. We got a game for you guys. This game is called... I should have known that. I should have known that. And we were playing it last night, and let me tell you, the name is appropriate. And we picked a game, because Tim loves games. So we went out to dinner one time with, (laughs) like, Tim and Clifton and our kids. (laughs) And like we're trying to entertain the kids and like professional over out here. Out of nowhere. Out of nowhere, they like just have this table game. I was like, wow, like the mom hack I needed that I got from like my best little gay couple. I'm like, thank you so much. <laughs> like the parenting tips I didn't know I needed. The kids loved it. And so when we got this game, we were playing. I was like, you know who would probably love this is Tim and Clinton. Yes. So we had to bring it. Yeah, for sure. So we're gonna ask you guys three out of questions. Three questions is best out of three. Right? All you right, guys so ready? Whoever answers, you just yell out the answer and then best out of three that way. So okay. get competitive. It's going down. Right. So we're going to start off with an easy, somewhat easy question, I think. What color is formed by mixing blue and yellow? Green. Oh, dang. dang. Tim with the fire. Fire. Quick. 
Yeah, see, he knows his color you know. wheel. Okay, Tim won. The mic away. Yeah, it <laughs> it's like WWE in here. Question number two: How many stomachs does a cow two. have? Three. Keep guess. Four. Four. <laughs> You're like I know it's more than one. Sometimes I feel like I have more than one. That was when it's the ribs, you know, I need four stomachs for the ribs. Oh, there you That's go. That's what it is. So the score is so good. One one. Tied up. Tiebreaker. Championship all right, for on, all the, the marbles. Let's get it. How long does it typically take for an alarm to go off again after the snooze button is hit? Two minutes. Four minutes. Five minutes. Nine. Nine. Oh, hey. That I was random. Was seven. <laughs> Good job, Timothy. Timothy is the winner of I Should Have Known See? That, and we should have known that he was going to win. It's just a board it's game, the game guy. It's That's the what game they do. Guy. That's what they do for fun. <laughs> <laughs> so now we're going to dig into our questions where we have you guys just kind of tell people uh, your background and what got you into coaching. What were you doing prior to uh, coaching? All right. I guess I'll go first. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Um, I got into... CrossFit in 2017 by way of my wife. Mm, Maria, so, shout yeah. out to Hella Bless too. <laughs> <laughs> so she got me into CrossFit. Um, and from there, I just loved it. I loved the community. And I love the way that the, the coaches at, that were I was learning from, mm -hmm. how they were so attentive mm -hmm. to how we moved. And I was like, oh, I want to do this. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. Were you doing something before that? Or did you, was that the first thing you kind of jumped um, into? Before that, it's just like boot camps. Okay bodybuilding Got like it. i was always into sports so i was always doing something but yeah 2017 yeah that was a start that's it yeah. tim what about you man uh started crossfit i think in 2012 or 2013 uh resisted it for a long time i had a bunch of friends doing it in chicago and i was like absolutely not <laughs> no way that's not <laughs> now look thing. at you crossfit yeah. daddy this is ridiculous like why would you do that and then i saw the games on tv one year and i was like that's cool like i want to do that yeah. i want to be part of that and then my friend like dragged me to the gym. He was like, you're going to love it. I, I swear. And I fell in love with it like mm -hmm. right away. Um, I think there was a period there where I went back and forth where I went, like, went to a couple classes at one gym, didn't fit in, did not enjoy yeah, the community. Like, yeah. like just didn't, the coaching was kind of off. So I was like, nah, it's still not for me. Went back to their new gym and then that was it. Like I was hooked. Mm. And then from there had some bad coaching at that gym. And I was like, well, I can do this. Like I'm a yeah. trainer, like in my real life. Yeah. Maybe I can do this. And so I jumped into the L1 in Chicago, took the L1 and did all that. Then went off and judged regionals when yeah. regionals were still a thing way back in the day. I miss regionals. And uh, yeah, had a blast. Like just loving it. I love the competitive side of it. I mm -hmm. love how it pushes me. And like, I don't have to think about what I'm going to do when I go into the gym. Like yeah. pre-CrossFit. You show up at like a Gold's Gym or like a Global you, Gym. You were like Will with the magazine. Yeah, you're just <laughs> like, I don't, story. <laughs> like, I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing here. I don't know what I'm feeling today. Like mm -hmm. here, like you show up, it's written. Yeah. Everybody's doing the same thing. All shit. you have like, to do is just keep showing just up. Just show yeah. up and do it. And yeah. so like for me, that was, it took the thought out of it and it's one hour. And yeah. you like sweat like nobody's business. Yeah. I don't think I ever told the story about my first time going to CrossFit. I did not go in. Oh, I was, yeah. I was a personal trainer. I've been a personal trainer for like four months. I was into interval training and hit training. It was a new thing, functional fitness. Thought I was, thought I was the baddest. The, TR, the, TRX, the TRX guy. guy yeah. You know, like always in the corner doing my own thing. And I was like, man, I want to try that CrossFit stuff. It looks, it looks pretty cool. And then I hit this gym up, and that's when all the gyms had on-ramp, right? It's like, mm -hmm. oh, you have to do this four-week on-ramp. And I'm like, come on, guys. Like, I'm a trainer. I don't need no on-ramp. Can I just come through? So like, yeah, come by 530 class tonight. 
And this was, uh, it was at the sports park or something like that. And I remember parking there and watching all these people walk in. And I was just like, I can't do it. I just <laughs> he literally came it. home and I was like, I thought you were taking class. He said, couldn't do it. Nope. Like, couldn't walk in the door. Couldn't like, do it. And I, which was shocking to me because if you guys know anything about, oh, he's pretty bold and he's a very action oriented person. He just jumps into action, sometimes without thought, but it's fine. Like, he gets us into action. That's all that matters. And so I was so confused. I was expecting him home, you know, an hour and a half later and he walked through the door and he's just like, nope. Couldn't <laughs> didn't do, do it. it. Didn't, didn't do, do it. it. Yeah. So then I was uh, training at 24 Hour Fitness one day, and then this guy walks in with horse quads. And this was like 2011, 2010, where like everyone's wearing long basketball shorts to the knees. And this guy walked in with these short little, they call them skivvies, like the military shorts, and like a white V neck shirt with his last name on, some Chuck Taylors on. Like none of those Nike Air Max with all the bubbles on it, but you just had these massive quads. I remember you walked he in. He literally, was, oh, came home again like, and talked look about like that. that guy. <laughs> and that was Colby. That was Colby. Yeah. yeah Shout he, out to Colby, whatever he's up to man yeah. he's the one that got me into crossfit and then he was a coach for us for a little bit and then open combine yeah and then yeah. i went over and i asked him he was doing a work i was like hey man you're doing that crossfit stuff can i jump in on this with you one day and he's like yeah you're gonna be here tomorrow and i was like yeah sweet let's let's do it so he comes in the next day he brings his 53 pound kettlebell and then brings me his wife's like 35 pound kettlebell <laughs> and i was like slightly offended at first i was like oh thanks bro i mean i get it it's gonna be new for me we did this seven minute workout that had like burpees pull-ups and kettlebell swings or something in it and i was laying on the floor like dying after seven minutes and i thought i was in shape and as soon as we finished i was just like are you coming back tomorrow to do that again? Like, let's do it again. And you just get hooked. I yeah. don't know what and it is about And then you peer pressured it. me into it. He's like, we're going to go do this workout at this place. There, It's bar barbell for boobs. I'd yeah. never done like a clean and jerk in my life. And uh -huh. I had to do grace for my first workout. I wouldn't recommend that <laughs> for the record. As a coach, do not recommend doing grace RX for your first workout ever when you don't know what you're doing. Yeah. But it was that peer pressure. Same thing. Waterfall effect. Yeah. So go ahead and give us your guys' full-time gigs. What do you do for a living, Jay? Uh, I work for an airlines company. Um, been doing that for 23 years. And that's what brought you back down to Vegas, right? You transferred down here for yeah. opportunity mm -hmm. and then brought it to us. I mean, yeah. <laughs> really, we're the one that got the opportunity. Appreciate Just you. <laughs> Are you allowed to discuss like what it is you do? Yeah, I work okay, on yeah. the ramp. Yeah, okay. I work on the ramp throwing bags. Yeah. Uh, transportation of bags. Yeah, and don't be the blaming them in. if your bag is messed up. Maybe you should pack better. Oh, man. Bags are just getting heavier and heavier. That's now, right. We so. stuff in everything in yeah. there. I'm one of those people sometimes, everything. Jay. I'm sorry. Sometimes I feel like if I ever travel, I should text you just in case it's my plane. Like, I'm sorry Yo, if please. your bag doesn't make it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, Jay, it's this one. Can you just make do me a homie hookup? Like, make sure it's like you got to have some wild stories. You got any wild stories you can share about bagging? Oh, I don't know, to be honest with you. Like, chick well, they we transport some animals, or we used to. So <laughs> I remember like crabs. Crabs falling out, yeah. That like a pet point, crab or like no, a crab, crab to eat? Crabs that get eaten. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I was like, like a little hermit crab. Like, no, no. <laughs> hey, Henry. <laughs> so a lot of times crabs will, will break out of the box. So you get in the bin and there's like crabs coming around. <laughs> That's hilarious. I think one time there was like little chickens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's pretty funny. What are y'all packing in your bags? Yeah. Tim, what you got, man? What you get? What you do, man? Uh, so I work for an online gaming company. I'm the senior manager in charge of all training and development for all of the customer facing teams. Hey, so, so you all. need some customer service training? You know, on the side gig, we got somebody for you. <laughs> Slide into my DM. I will get you his contact. <laughs> so yeah, been doing that for three years and uh, loving every minute of it and hating some moments, but <laughs> that's management. Um, it's it is what it is. It's yeah. it's really fun though. At the end of the day, it's a lot of creative work that I get to do and. Uh, my team that I have is wonderful and 
couldn't ask for a better group. Of is that, that part of what brought you to Vegas? Yeah, that's okay. why I came to Vegas. Got it. So. It was because Social City. <laughs> Didn't you know? Didn't you know? Well, Social City was like the first, the gym. Like yeah. you guys were the only gym I checked out. I saw your social mm. network, like your social media. And I was like, things look dope. Like mm. this looks like you got a professional photographer. There's like cool okay. lights, like all these things. Okay. And I was just like, this, the vibe is just yeah. there. Like it's just right. And so I walked in and then the first day was like you and I think Christy was there. Oh, yeah, the Shay, 5 a.m. crew. The whole 5 a.m., like these strong alpha females. And yeah, I walked we got in, a little alpha energy in the morning. Just coming, having come off of COVID, too. It's <laughs> so, like I hadn't been crossfitting for like, I don't know, almost a month and plus the move. And I was like, damn, I'm like like really intimidated. <laughs> like, do I belong here? Um, yeah, you do. But you guys were so welcoming and it just like, it stuck. So. Yeah, Tim became like my running buddy, too, during when we had run club mm-hmm. and whatnot. We like really bonded over that. Our little like rides in the car. Like, and then when I realized that I didn't need to drive as far that one time, yeah. It's fine. Tim up levels my game and paying attention. Yeah, hopefully your hip starts to get better. We got to get I back know, on our running, y'all. We watched this. Um, it was like a little, a meme, or not a meme. It was a video that I had sent to O of just somebody accomplishing a marathon and them crying. And I had done a half and O kind of sweated me on doing a no, half. No, it was deeper than that. It was a guy, the first guy who was like 78% disabled yes. or 80, 80% disabled to finish a marathon. Yes. And so he, the, the emotional part of that, but I remembered like even my half and I was so emotional. I came home and O's response was like, well, why don't you just run a full? <laughs> <laughs> like, so now I feel my competitive sorry, nature is like, well, I'm sorry, my 13 Come on, miles y'all, wasn't enough. Y'all know how fit Abby is. Yeah, like yeah. a half hey, marathon. Nice side, guys. Beast. It's like Beast. a half marathon. It's like, we already the ladies? Knew- Put them back <laughs> on. Already knew you, we already knew you could run a half marathon, oh, boo. Okay. but we, you know, congratulations. I, I was proud under of you. two hours. Thank you. Yeah, I'm not a runner. I'm proud of you. Thank you. I'm Jody gonna... said I did good. I take, that, <laughs> I take that as a huge compliment from her. She is a runner. <laughs> so let's go ahead and uh, talk about the most rewarding part about being a coach, man. Uh, I think the most report, rewarding part, uh, I think I'm being selfish with it, but it's um, what the, the athletes and what they teach me, to uh. be honest with you. Because when I'm coaching them, it's like I'm also learning from them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then also seeing if they enjoyed that hour of their day. Yeah. Like, I think that's the most rewarding part for totally. me. Totally. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Yeah. What you got, Tim? Uh, for me, it's like, it's watching people push themselves. Really, like, push themselves to a place where it hurts. Like, but... Yeah. Then by the time they, they walk away, they're like, dude, that was so cool. I, like, I can't believe I just did that. So it's very similar to like what Jody and V yeah. said, but I just, I love it when people push themselves to their kind of limit and then go just a little bit beyond, you know, like just to that point of ouch and then just a little bit beyond. And then they walk away going, man, I feel great. I'll see you tomorrow. Like that yeah. sucked. Mm-hmm. That sucked, but I will be back tomorrow. I will see you in the morning, bright and early at 5 a.m. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. I think yeah. it's also cool, like learning the athletes mm-hmm. and how they want to mm-hmm. be pushed, yeah. recognizing how exactly how they want to be pushed yeah what do they want out of the experience like Mm -hmm. you have those people that are in there that are like go they're going for it right like they're looking for progress Mm -hmm. and they and there are other people that it's not maintenance but it's like listen like i want to move and i want to move well and i want to feel good but like i'm kind of passing where my one rep back squat is going to be right but i'm still getting that that same stimulus and whatnot and then learning it's we always talk about it's like being on stage and having an audience Mm -hmm. and kind of learning with each audience like what 
they're going to get the most out of. You always want them to obviously to move well and to get a good workout, yeah. but that's bare minimum mm -hmm. to me. That's a right. bare minimum good class. Yeah. So to have that art of like, okay, I'm really loud for the 5 a.m. I think generally the 5 a.m. is pretty quiet, but they know if they're coming to my class on a Wednesday, like they're getting a firecracker first thing in the morning because <laughs> I've probably now cold plunged, which is added like another level. Like we didn't need that. But at the same time, it's like the infusion of what you're bringing into the class and like that stage. And like you said, it's kind of every class is different. Yeah. Every class has its own little subculture and its own little ecosystem. And it really does change the coaching experience when you get to know that. Because yeah. I remember the very first class I ever coached was I was not prepared. This was like when we were at the compound. Um, I think I had just gotten my L1. Fresh. I'd never even like mentored O or anything. Obviously, I'd taken classes like a million times. And he had uh, some dental work or something done. And I came home and I cried. I cried. And I was, and I was like, I'm never going to coach a class again. <laughs> this was so hard. Yeah. And it gave me such an Like, A, I was in theater most of my life. I have no problem public speaking. I'm not shy, as we know. So it was kind of surprising to me to be so humbled in that experience, but it gave me such an appreciation for what the coaches do and what they bring to the stage because it isn't just about time management and good movement. Yeah, It is really, really about like the experience and like what you're bringing beyond those two things. Like that's just the bare minimum, you know? Yeah. But it, it changed my perspective on coaching. And then I don't think I coached for like a few years. I was scarred it was like ptsd <laughs> she was I and it wasn't so it wasn't the members fault it was i was not prepared yeah. and, and it was also that culture of like we're friends with our members and just not knowing how to control a group yeah or it wasn't that class. you weren't prepared to teach the movements and the exercise and the workout it was like the communication yes. with a group of adults yes it's it's, it's the the dance that you do with yeah. your classes you want people to have a good time and it's social city so obviously there's a social element but i remember coming home and looking at Owen, just having such a new level of respect of like the scenarios that you dealt with or when you're in a class and there's way too many people or enough people you weren't planning for that sign into Zen Planner. Sign into Zen Planner. <laughs> PSA, sign into Zen Planner. <laughs> One more time. <laughs> um, but it gave me an appreciation for what it takes. And I, I, I just, to all of you guys, to all of our coaches, we have a couple that weren't able to make it today as well. I, I just want our members to know how much you guys care. Yeah. It's so much more than getting a certification. Like you guys all have full-time gigs, you know what I mean? And have families and things to do. And yet you guys make time for them and you care and you guys communicate if someone's injured or someone comes in with an injury, like from probably Frisbee, just saying, huh? <laughs> just I love you guys. I'm just saying. Um, but communicating that so the other coaches know, right? So that way, if someone comes in, we know how to accommodate that. And I was telling oh last night, I was like, man, I just really want people to know how blessed we are to have a staff that A, we don't got no problems. I mean, honestly, like we hear some horror stories and we've been so blessed yeah, and we don't ever, sure. hella blessed, hella blessed. To, to not have to worry about some of the other things that operationally kind of happen with staff, right? People people and sometimes there are problems we know that and yet we don't have to deal with any of that like you guys go above and beyond show up for everything mm -hmm. and that's every single yeah, coach show up and show up early for yes. everything and get stuff yes. set up there'll be some mornings when i'm coaching and like tim will have already Tim's things set up for me and i'm like wow thank you tim you're a blessing <laughs> Seriously. getting all that out stressful yeah that's yeah. so true so before we get into closing off closing out our segment we closed out on momentum session three this morning and we did some breath work and I've been telling Abby about it. I'm like, it's, it's kind of hard to explain because you hear breath work and some people just think like, oh, you're going to go learn how to breathe. Like, do you breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth? And I don't think they understand like 
a 60 minute breathwork session. It was kind of therapeutic. And I think there's different names to it. Some of them call it somatic breathing and some of them call it, you know, like Wim Hof style breathing, but we were able to tap in pretty deep and uh, write a letter to our inner child and our inner six year old self. It hit me hard. I yeah. had done this before in November um, at a at a mastermind, I had like a big breakthrough on just like the insecurities and obstacles that I faced within myself. So I didn't really quite know what that experience on the second time was going to be like. But I was just hoping that the men that I had there got something and gained something out of it. You guys want to talk about like your experience with the breath work this morning, or or how momentum has hit for you because you made it to sessions two and three, two yeah, and, three, and yeah. then Tim made it for session three, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Just uh, oh, you got it like in on the tense one, Tim, yeah, like yeah. full octane on the last one, totally. like punch to the face. Would you expect anything less? <laughs> no, I, I no, literally have said. one speed, like That's on or off. Friends. <laughs> That's why we're friends, Tim and I have Pedal one to speed. The metal. That's yeah. it, one speed, <laughs> all gas, no break. <laughs> um, my experience has been great, uh, just for myself in understanding things. Um, from the cold plunge, just doing hard things mm. and the breath work this morning, like I felt like I was in the cold plunge again. Like, mm. honestly, I, I was cold. We had a blanket over us, but I was like freezing. So it was just amazing experience. Wrote a letter to our six year old self. And, um, it's just understanding our traumas, mm-hmm. how to deal with them better, understanding ourselves and, um, communicating. Yeah. Most of all. Yeah. If I understand myself, then I, I could understand how. I'm acting towards you. Yes. If it's not right, if, mm-hmm. if I should step back. And I could also understand other people as well, having empathy. Like, I've been in this place and I understand where you're at. Mm-hmm. And if you're not in the right place, let me step back yeah. because you need some space. Yeah. And empathy is so different than there's a Brene Brown video. I think I shared it with Tim one time because I had seen it. I, I don't know when I had seen it, but it was such a incredible depiction of the difference between sympathy and empathy. And I think for men... I mean, I'm not a guy, but it's like you don't really see men share empathy, right? Because that's not something that's kind of culturally encouraged to be sharing empathy towards others, let alone towards one another. And when O came home, it just seemed like there was such a powerful, I felt like so jealous. I was like, I have masculine energy. Can I go? I think <laughs> yeah, I would totally. love this. I think there are other women that are like, when yeah. are we going to woman Ladies, we will have something. I promise. I promise. Let the men have a moment. We got lots of stuff. Let them have some space. Yeah. And Jay, and Jay and I had a moment because we were like, realized that we went through similar experiences Ooh, and traumas powerful. as a kid this morning. So to like bond over that was, was huge, yeah. you know, like, we went through the whole 60 minute ride and it was, it was kind of, it was intense. Yeah. The first 10 minutes was kind of like guys needed to kind of just let go yeah. and let loose and be vulnerable and open up their hearts to receive. And then it was like 20 minute mark is when guys started to get a little vocal, you know, yeah. there was like some yelling and there was some screaming and guys were able to release. And then yeah. you kind of felt like as a whole, it was like, okay, we're all in this together, fellas. Yeah, like, no shame. We're not judging whoever that was in the corner making noises. Like, we are here to heal and mm. and to move past our hurts, you know? Super powerful. And then it kind of like, it was like peaking when guys started crying and there were guys who were bawling their eyes yeah. out. And yeah. it's, it's so for, some, for some of me, like, for some of it seemed kind of early, you know? For me, I was like, wait, that seems kind of early to be letting that out. But I was like, hey, we're all in this together. Like, there's no judgment. And, and there's then, probably stuff at the surface that like you don't realize is there. And then it's one of those things where it's yeah, like you that's barely exactly what it was. scrape yeah. it. We and just, it almost yeah. is like that it, it's out. You we know? just started peeling back layers. Yeah. And then for me, like the tears started to roll because they were at or um, shout out to Devin Flynn. We got to give it up for him. He guided us through that that whole practice. And he came in new to the space and he new crushed it. Yeah, he had a, he did such a, 
killer job. But he, when he asked us to write a letter to our six-year-old self, I was struggling with that. I couldn't quite connect, connect. the dots on that. And I realized like this association. This, yeah, I realized yeah. through this breathwork journey that my life as a child from ages five to 10 were a blur mm. just because of trauma and from hurt and, you know, from, from being... It's how you protect yeah, yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I just wanted to take a second to kind of share that experience because I think it was deep. Like, what did you yeah. what did you experience there, Tim? It was it was intense. It was I, I didn't know what to expect walking yeah. in, and I you I'm an emotional person in some aspects, but in other aspects, I'm very like guarded, yeah. wall up. You no, know, ben, you don't say. <laughs> I guys, I climbed over that wall. Let me tell you, <laughs> been through a lot, and I just had no idea what what was going to happen with me. Like, I wasn't sure if I was going to be willing to like let go and, and go with it. Cause normally in those situations, I'm kind of like, I'm not sure like, yeah, what are people sure. going to think. And as soon as other people started like letting the emotion out, mm -hmm. it was like instant. Like I started yeah. to feed on that. Like yeah. I heard you cause you were right next to me start mm -hmm. going. Then I lost it. And then I think it was Mark, Mark in the corner over yeah. here started going. I was like, dang, like they're yeah. going, going deep. And then something just kind of hit. I, th I think it was something that Devin said actually, and just kind of unlocked. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, I was like shaking at one point Ugh. and like, it just, he came over and he actually like put his hand on my chest and on my shoulder <sighs> to try to like get me to calm because yes. I, was, I was drawing inward physically. Yeah. Um, and like, it was, it was intense. It was crazy. And that was the thing I was telling you cause he came and he touched me and mm. I was thinking at that moment I was in my inner child mm. And when he touched me, I was like, that's what men need. Mm -hmm. When we're hurting, like, mm -hmm. we just need to be touched, mm -hmm. you know? And you're so good about that. Whenever I have a breakdown and I'm going through it, like, you are the first one to reach over and touch and hurt and hug me and provide comfort. And when he came and touched me as well, I was like, mm -hmm. oh, man, that's what I need. I just need but to you feel have, No, what's crazy is love. you have fought that yes, most of our sure. relationship. Like, I remember, I mean, you didn't like break down in front of me for years and years and years. I think until we were engaged, I actually saw any tears flow. And I thought you were joking that first time, remember? Mm -hmm. And we were like in the middle of a conversation. We were talking about emo music. And then Owen played an emo song that had reminded him of his childhood. And then he was singing it. I was doing my hair in the bathroom. <laughs> and we kept like joking just about like how ridiculous, like some of these, not ridiculous how some of these songs were, but it's like they're so emotional, you know, and listening to it when you're a little older just hits different. And I was telling him about, a song I used to tease my dad with or whatever. Everything was really lighthearted. And then O played this song and I, I heard him like crying. Like, hoo, hoo, hoo. And I literally <laughs> thought he was like joking, like, isn't this song so emotional? <laughs> and I come out like literally curling iron in hair, like poking out of the bathroom and he was breaking down. I'd never seen him like that. And so my instinct was to, to comfort. And I remember that just being such a hard thing for you to accept. So to see you full circle and kind of grow to that point and then recognize that, that you now actually give that out. Like I'm so, Oh, Oh, used to tell me when he, you know, private train clients and whatnot. It's a really emotional relationship sometimes. So when people are going through things and they're one-on-one, -on -one, they might be doing a back squat and it's hard and all of a sudden they're crying because really they got in a fight with their boyfriend or something <laughs> or, or, or something really bad happened. Maybe it's not like I'm something as maybe trivial as that. And I was like, well, what did you do? Like, cause I'm, very empathetic and so i'm like well what did you do and i was like well nothing i was like you, you, you didn't give him like a hug or like <laughs> yeah i'm like <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know what to do what was I supposed and then to i sent him a meme i don't know if you guys have seen the meme where it's like somebody giving comfort and it's like a broom and they're like <laughs> touching totally. the person with a broom it's <laughs> like totally. that used to be like the visual of o's empathy yeah, so I've it's grown. been things have changed you yeah, know it's a change man it's great. It's but we hit that we hit that peak when everyone mm -hmm. was kind of crying and then 
I don't know who started kind of laughing first or something sounded like yeah, a laugh, yeah. but like, it, like it just kind of made me start to smile. Yep. And in that moment I was thinking like, this is it fellas. Yeah. Like it, one of those things where you go through so much pain, it just becomes funny. And I was thinking like, we all just had a breakthrough. We all just realized that we're hurt little kids, but mm -hmm. we all have access to tapping into that part of us right. that's hurt that we can heal, you know? Yeah. And it just felt good to kind of, like all the guys just kind of start laughing. I mean, at least 18 of the 20 guys were kind of laughing <laughs> in like this moment of joy. So it was cool. such a powerful thing, man. I, I'm just so glad that you guys Laughing's got something contagious. from it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, you ever see that, that one where a guy just starts laughing in the subway? And then another person starts yep. laughing. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of that's what it that's felt what like. It was, I heard yeah. someone laughing, and then I heard someone else <laughs> laughing and giggling, and then it just made me smile. Yeah, totally. That. It was powerful. Happiness so is contagious. Yeah. Like that. yeah. Thank you guys for sharing that. We're gonna go ahead and close out our show with some gratitude. So give us three things that you guys are grateful for. Jay, what you got, man? Um, I'm grateful for my wife. Hey, hella blessed too. Hella yeah. blessed too. Maria. Hi, Maria. <laughs> grateful for my daughters. Mm. Yeah. And Girl, I, dad. Yeah. Yeah. I love them. And I am grateful for Social City mm. and the experience and the opportunities that you guys have given me. Oh, man. Yeah. We love you guys. We love you guys. Appreciate you. Real talk. Tell me what you got. Uh, Grateful for my partner, the one and only. Clifton. Clifton Davis Clark. At, at Get Clifton, if you guys need some style. If you guys see this jacket that Tim is wearing, his outfit is Stunt, fire. Huh? Just saying. He keeps he me looking like, good. Mm -hmm. yeah. And you uh, look good by yourself, you too. Know, you know. I'm trying. You do it. Uh, you do it. Grateful for you, too. Um, for you guys made my transition to Vegas so easy. Just I felt like I belonged immediately, and that was before I met Clifton. And yeah. Going through a lot at that point, so just so grateful for you guys and the space that you guys have created. Well, and, you do belong. You know, it, yeah, you it feels awesome. Um, and then just grateful for the ability to get up and move every day. Yes. Like that I have that I ability, that. even though yes. I've got pain sometimes and I'm not feeling great or mentally you're in a tough pit, tough spot. The fact that you can still get up and push through mm -hmm. and do some hard shit, like that is really cool. Yeah. yeah. I love that. Yeah, I'm grateful for just the day, just the day. Yeah. Be able to wake up every morning. Yeah. Take it all in, you know? Every morning you wake up is a blessing. We're not Absolutely. always guaranteed tomorrow, so I'm always just grateful to wake up, you know? I jump in the cold plunge. I guess that's my number two. The cold plunge has been good for me because I've been uh, just diving into prayer. It's just kind of my moment in my time to just have a conversation with God. Uh, you know, I usually set a timer for three minutes, and now I can just go in and turn on the music. That's what you do, right? Turn, turn on the music mm -hmm. and just go for a minute. But mm -hmm. I've been just turning on music. A minute. I've been missing my a timer minute. and just... <laughs> missing oh, my time oh, and I have like a little competition happening unintentionally <laughs> about like of yeah, yeah Avi's a one-upper so not a one-up me, me? <laughs> no Tim knows nothing about that no. what'd you deadlift five pounds more <laughs> <laughs> literally it would be like a five pound difference or like a two pound difference and then we're just super grateful for our coaches all of you guys man I mean that Jody V J Tim we got yeah. Lee on board we're bringing on Dion yeah. I'm just grateful for you guys like Abby said we hear horror stories we've been through our own obstacles with coaches as well and it just feels good to know that you guys are are invested in it and to see how much you guys care about everyone in the gym yeah and not us. just care yeah. about like us and the business but like you guys really all care so much about the members mm -hmm. and I get last night when we were talking about just like what we we're going to talk about today I was like man the one thing I mean this is a broader audience than just our members but I just hope that anyone that has come through our program, anyone that's in our program, anyone that will be in our program, I just hope they realize that like the people that show up for them every day, like it's not a job. Like you guys all have full-time gigs. You all have things going on and you show up because you care. And it's not just because you care for us, you care for them. 
And that's such a special thing to have somebody notice when you're not at class or, or if you notice something is going on with somebody, the communication we get from any of the coaches is like, Hey, keep an eye on this person. Mm-hmm. They're going through a season right now. Yeah. Maybe they need some support. Yeah. Like just being in tune with them beyond their physical body and movement and whatnot is just such a powerful thing, man. Yeah, it is. So I'm grateful for, um, I want to start by saying I'm super grateful for my mom, Jamie. I had um, a really, really horrific uh, flare up this week with my rheumatoid arthritis and they've been really bad lately and they take me down pretty hard. It's like having the flu on steroids and your bones are on fire. (laughs) Um, And it really, it really takes me out. And I usually kind of isolate during those times because I don't like asking for help and I get really kind of like embarrassed, even though it's not my fault. If you have an autoimmune disease, you know what that's like. Um, it's like this invisible thing is everyone thinks you're fine. You look healthy and one day you're not okay. And the next day you're fine. What's going on? You might just have a cold. Um, but she like showed up and kind of like inserted herself to help me with the kids, came over and made me soup. And just, I got to watch her play with our kids. And while she might not be the mom that birthed me, she's the mom that chose me. And that's mm. such a powerful thing. And she loves our kids. It's gonna make me emotional, but it, Super grateful for her. Um, I'm also incredibly grateful for my niece and goddaughter, Ella. We just <laughs> left her birthday party. Yeah, we did. Happy birthday, Ella. Happy birthday, Ella Bella, my Cherie. <laughs> I, I mean, I love all my nieces and nephews, but she was my niece that we share a middle name after my grandmother. And I just, I just love her. She's such a little ray of sunshine. So I'm <laughs> super grateful for her. And last but not least, I'm grateful for Uriah's first tooth being loose. <laughs> it's hanging by a thread. He's yeah, at grandma and grandpa's right now. And by the time this podcast comes out, it's going to be missing and I'm going to be a mess. Uh, but losing his first tooth today. And I just thought to myself, a big part of my testimony and a big part of my story has been how my life has changed so much over the last two years and my priorities and knowing my kids intimately and knowing their their idiosyncrasies and what makes them so unique and just to not miss out on like the little moments, like something like a loose tooth. It's been this like journey of him like wiggling it since like Christmas because it was like all I want for Christmas, my two front teeth. We kept playing that song because <laughs> yeah, I thought for, for sure. sure it was coming out. As um, soon as his tooth got loose, I was like, oh man, when that thing comes out, your mom's going to cry. <laughs> and so he, he's been wiggling it all day and he's like, you going to cry? You're going to cry? Yes, I'm going to cry, Uriah. When we rewatch this, mommy's crying because mommy loves you because mommy remembers when your first tooth came in. Yeah. And so just really, really grateful to have the opportunity to know them, really know them. So, well, that wraps up episode three, y'all. Woo! Yeah, subscribe nice. to the YouTube. Check us out on Spotify, iTunes. One and thing, comment. Yeah, one thing I forgot. Sa- yep, is to go ahead and comment your guys' obsession of the week. Shout out to our little guy Hank and Lennox. Hank and Lennox and uh, Amy Fleury have been listening to the podcast, and, and my- they were giving uh, their obsessions of the week. Was what was his um, concerts? No, Con- he was grateful for concerts. Yeah. What was his obsession of the week? Ooh, oh man, now we're bumming it. We'll pull- but it's been really cool to hear how the little stories have kind of come out like that. Like people are talking about their obsession of the week. Yeah. So we want to know what your obsessions of the week are. So Instagram, YouTube, whatever you're listening to, if you can comment, like, or subscribe, go ahead and add that in there so we can get some good tips and tricks on what to be obsessed with next. That's right. And remember, you are made with a purpose, on a purpose. And we'll talk to you all next week. Peace. Chicken grease. Chicken grease. <laughs> Fit force, you know, woo. Woo. Ha, ha, ha.